Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Uh, this morning, I had an interesting thought, sort of a radical thought in the shower. I was thinking that part of the problem why women, especially mothers, are unable to be involved in the process is because we have children. And in having children, there are certain inherent limitations. Having children requires a mother, a father, an individual to be responsible for this other life all the time. And it's not a job that you get to go, well, I'll put this on hold for a little while uh, and I'll go to a meeting for an hour or two. The child continues to need care 24-7 until they reach a certain age. And that's the limitation. It's very specific limitation. And the underlying problem mothers have is child care. Again, it's, it's a limitation. Just as not being able to climb stairs is a limitation. It doesn't make you a substandard human being. It's just a limitation. And it's not a few people that have this limitation. It's 5.4 million. It's an entire occupational group that have this limitation. And they're not addressed. And it is not addressed. And the reason that we can't be involved in the political process and the reason that certain legislation hasn't been enacted and hasn't been passed is because the people that it affects don't have the opportunity, don't have the means, don't have the time to be able to be part of the process because of the limitation that we have and the fact that the federal government makes no provision. And, uh, and I was started thinking about other people in society who are unable to do certain things and how the country has made accommodations for them. And in particular, it came to mind the uh, Disabilities Act of uh, 1990, the American, Americans with Disabilities Act. And so I took a quick look this morning, and, uh, and this is what I found. Back up for a second. Before I give you my uh, findings and, and revised version of the American with Disabilities Act as, as I see it relating to mothers, let me just give you some background information about stay-at-home moms, the profession of stay-at-home mom, and that as opposed to other professions so that we have some basis of comparison. Uh, a report entitled America's Families and Living Arrangements 2003, um, the U.S. Census Bureau um, did its first ever analysis of stay-at-home parents. 5.4 million moms and 98,000 dads that are stay-at-home parents. I would call that a minority to the entire population of the United States, but in the same breath, it's certainly uh, a profession that many people are involved in. Oh, let's see how many lawyers there are in this. Hold on. Okay, so I'm trying to find out some information about uh, statistics, because as I mentioned, 
5.4 million moms and 98,000 dads are stay-at-home parents. And, you know, when you give these numbers, you know, what does that mean? Is that a lot? Is it a little? It's a big country. What does that actually mean? And just so that we can, can have something to measure it against, if you want to consider a stay-at-home mom as being a profession, okay, and I would say that's a profession. I certainly work hard. Um, other professions that you might want to compare it to, for example, 512,070 lawyers in the United States. And is that a little? Is that a lot? Well, let's measure that against another profession that um, we can all understand and appreciate. A dentist. Everybody has teeth, right? There are 98,800 dentists in the United States. So, so that's like a comparison of, of society-wide. What, what does it mean to have 98,000, 512,000 in a profession, okay? Versus mothers, stay-at-home moms, 5.4 million. It's a lot. It's a heck of a lot more than there are lawyers, a heck of a lot more than there are dentists. I mean, I don't know what the top profession is because they don't give those kinds of figures. I'm sure that if you had some really groovy computer program, you could figure it out. But uh, let's see. Data entry keyers. Let's see how many data entry keyers there are. 322,000. There's a lot of data entry keyers, more than there are dentists, and, uh, but less than there are attorneys, but way less than there are mothers. Short order cooks. Here we go. 223,780 short order cooks. Clergy. 37,630. Barbers. 17,680. So that gives you a kind of a kind of an idea of some different occupations um, and, uh, and how many people are in these occupations. So when I say 5.4 million, it's a really, 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 really big number in comparison to what's the kind of people, amount of people that are in these other occupations. Hectrics uh, and gynecology, 19,510 doctors that deliver babies. And yet, there's 5.4 million moms, stay-at-home moms. And it's not considered a profession. I mean, this is the problem. This is not even proportionately a minority of 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 the population. If you're if you kind of if you kind of look at it in in a sense of it's an entire class of occupation that is discriminated against. And I'm going to go back now, and uh, I took a couple of seconds, and uh, and I and I went and replaced the wording for the American with Disabilities Act of 1990 and I just replaced the word individual with mothers and the word disability with children um, and uh, and I would like to to have you listen to this with the thoughts in mind of 
what kinds of, of numbers comprise a, uh, a population of an occupation? So, so as I mentioned to you, 512,000 and change lawyers. Okay, that's a big hunk of people in comparison to, to 98,000 dentists, in comparison to 19,500 doctors that deliver children. So, so you know, you can, you can kind of look at those and, and put it all into perspective as to how big an occupation this is. This is not just a little occupation with a couple of people here and there. This is tremendous, okay? And, and this, is, this is how it sounds if I change those, those words. Starting with the uh, findings in item two, because item one, um, some 43 million Americans, okay? But I'm gonna change some 43 million Americans to the 5.4 million. The United States Census Bureau has estimated that 5.5 million Americans are stay-at-home parents. 5.4 million moms and 98,000 dads. Item two. Historically, society has tended to isolate and segregate mothers with children. And despite some improvements, such forms of discrimination against mothers with children continue to be a serious and pervasive social problem. Three. Discrimination against mothers with children persists in such critical areas as employment, housing, public accommodations, education, transportation, communication, recreation, institutionalization, health services, voting, and access to public services. Unlike mothers who have experienced discrimination on the basis of race, color, sex, national origin, religion, or age, mothers who have experienced discrimination on the basis of children have often had no legal recourse to redress such discrimination. Five. Mothers with children continually encounter various forms of discrimination, including outright intentional exclusion, discriminatory effects of architectural, transportation, and communication barriers, overprotective rules and policies, failure to make modifications to existing facilities and practices, exclusionary qualifications, standards, and criteria, segregation, and regulation to lesser services, programs, activities, benefits, jobs, and other opportunities. Item six, census data, national polls, and other studies have documented that mothers with children as a group occupy an inferior status in our society and are severely disadvantaged socially, vocationally, economically, and educationally. Well, in item six, I don't think that census data actually has done national polls or you know, concluded these things because I'm just replacing the word mothers for individuals and children with disabilities. But I would venture to guess that had a study been conducted to document these things, I would think that, based on my own personal experience, one would find that this group has, in fact, occupied an inferior status in our society and uh, continues to occupy an inferior status in our society. And uh, that inferior status is a disadvantage socially, vocationally, economically, and educationally, without question. Item seven, 
Mothers with children are a discreet and insular minority who have been faced with restrictions and limitations, subject to a history of purposeful, unequal treatment, and relegated to a position of political powerlessness in our society, based on characteristics that are beyond the control of such individuals and resulting from stereotypic assumptions not truly indicative of the individual ability of such individuals to participate in and contribute to society. Uh, item 8. The nation's proper goals regarding mothers with children are to assure equality of opportunity, full participation, independent living, and economic self-sufficiency for such mothers and children. And, item nine, the continuing existence of unfair and unnecessary discrimination and prejudice denies mothers with children the opportunity to compete on an equal basis and to pursue those opportunities for which our free society is justifiably famous and costs the United States billions of dollars in unnecessary expenses resulting from dependency and non-productivity. And I think it's really interesting because if you read this legislation, if you read this and you just replace mothers with children for individuals with disabilities, it, it all works very nicely. And you know what? Maybe that's maybe that's something that that people should consider. All right, I have a lot to say on this, so I'm going to stop here for today. And I, I I hope you'll just think about this little bit of information that I presented with regard to the American with Americans with Disabilities legislation and with regard to the percentage of mothers as an occupation. And talk it up. Let me know what you think about what I just mentioned and how I read this and, and what you think about it. And I'm going to give you the rest of the piece tomorrow. Um, so stay tuned. Come on in tomorrow and, and hear the rest of the story. Until then, this is Elle signing out.